exploring the mysteries of life and the cosmos with an overwhelming desire to uncover buried truth, discovering whether or not human beings purposefully manipulated the world or something more spiritual has happened or is happening. Researching a wide range of topics such as conspiracies, religion, spirituality, science, health, and history, Apple of Perception delves into the beyond, where nothing is off-limits. This is Apple of Perception Podcast. If the world is an enigma, then everyone is either telling their own truths and or we're all pathological liars. Because everything is consciousness, choice dictates reality, and the truth is within. I'm your host, Joseph Edward Vinay. Uh, we're going to get back to the reading of my book, Apple of Perception. Um, this is where it gets interesting, at least for me. Uh, the first two chapters are mainly just setting the stage for what I really want to get across, the message that I'm trying to bring, what I'm trying to tell people. Uh, so here we get into it without any further ado. Uh, Apple of Perception, Part 1, Chapter 3, Frequencies. Resonant frequency therapy is an alternative therapy for healing of disease. It, like surgery and medication utilized alone, is just another solution that fixes problems from the ground up. These suppliers and demonstrators of specific harmonious frequencies are like a mental crutch for the physical body. Alone, they are not enough. Here's a brief explanation of what resonant frequency therapy is. Originally discovered and utilized by Royal Raymond Reif in the early 1900s, the theory relies on the idea that all disease has a link to a viral source. Most of these sources exist on unseen light spectrums and are invisible in white light. It also proposes that molecule strands in that viral source operate on different frequencies than the rest of the body and that matching that frequency with technology can vibrate the virus to death. This process is inspired by our immune system since it utilizes white blood cells in our bodies that have the same method for destroying invasive cells. Resonant frequency therapy utilizes technology to generate an alternating current, usually of high voltage and low amperage, of, of specifically chosen frequencies and applies them to an individual's body. It should be noted that the strands of protein-like DNA and RNA, while in our bloodstream and within the capacitance of our bodies, are subject to replicating their shape to match external frequency influences. Mostly their shape is programmed by the high electromagnetic field of the heart. The DNA then match up to other proteins to do specific functions, all depending on their shape due to this frequency of programming. The influence of the beating heart influences our bloodstream with a plethora of frequencies by its several different layers of muscle and strong magnetic field. This is directly linked to consciousness via emotion and mindful intent. By the evidence of the electromagnetic power of the human heart, it can be said that our health is directly affected by our emotion, thoughts, environmental factors, and their frequencies. The effects of these frequencies operate on levels that are not entirely within our level of perception. 
When you use wireless devices, do you deem that there are literally electrons flying straight out of them? No, there, there's conductive, there's no conductive material that connects laptops to networks or phones to towers. In fact, they're separated by insulated material. So we're not going to find any perceivable connection of particle electricity completing circuits. They're just pulses of energy in specific frequencies consisting of only electromagnetic waves. We catch and send them with transformer coils, transmuting computer code into various airwave frequencies, then transmuting them back via antenna. We can interpret their strength and their message, but we'll never see these waves. We call them waves because that's how we interpret them on a graph, but they're simply the vibrations felt by the power of invisible energy, like a bonfire that flickers and is drawn into the currents of the wind. So too does the signal emitted from a wireless device and all things flicker in and out and connect to others. The reason for the flickering is because of the intermingling, as all progenerative fields are met with their equal from all other singularities that populate three-dimensional space. It can be argued that the original etheric energy emanated is a constant stream and not polarized at all. This is that invisible, intangible, immeasurable etheric energy, which was referred to in previous chapters. It may be possible that this aether exists perpetually beyond space and time as well. All matter is composed of its intermingling, and it seems all matter also emits it. The specific frequencies emitted are everything in how a substance relates to the world around it. Since these frequencies vibrate forth to create the perceived periodic table of elements, Chemistry as we know it is therefore a result of these specific vibrations. Everything is relative, however there are many constants being sustained that make us take the laws of physics and nature for granted. When we realize how fragile the system is that holds reality in place, we realize how fortunate we are to have such a solid foundation. What's more interesting is that once this idea is understood, one will start looking at the whole world and all of its parts as environmental, environmental frequencies of influence. Every element has a specific frequency and every molecule a chord or variety of frequencies. Shapes of structures also modify frequency due to an acoustic behavior. Food, medicine, and all things we put inside our bodies work in this way by introducing their frequencies to the capacitance of our bodies and causing specific functions to be carried out. Sound and light also influence us in this way, as do all other invisible frequencies our bodies are subject to that we are unaware of. Understanding the endless variables implemented on our bodily capacitance helps us understand what little work is done by changing just one frequency of influence. One cannot achieve overall healing by providing a drug to a patient alone. They must also change the patient's point of view 
and provide a comfortable environment. It must be understood in medicine and all sciences that our bodies and all things are influenced by spiritual, internal, mental, emotional, topical, and environmental factors. If this were a known and accepted truth amongst mankind, then the act of polluting any one of these influences upon our personal health and well-being would be met with criminal charges. That is, if we didn't yet understand that we need the detrimental forces in order to live and grow. Understanding this brings new meaning to what is healthy and what is detrimental and the overall circle of life. It has been explained in previous chapters that all matter exists through conjugation of these resonating frequencies. We must correct this human error of thinking that we are only influenced by one or few of these frequencies and that all things are subject to the actions of everything else. We are beings which perceive this world in the third dimension meaning we exist outside the single point above the plane that has no depth and below the realms of those whose brilliance we cannot fathom. The origins or structures that give light to this third dimension are finite in our perception as the substances we know of today as stars and particles. However, all matter is actually composed of invisible energy that transmutes and conjugates to become perceivable matter, so that the electron is actually a transmuted dispersion of light we perceive from multiple sources of energy, including a reflection of energy from ourself. Therefore, the substance that is a subatomic particle should no longer be recognized as the epitome of the microcosm, but instead it is a reflection of the invisible pulses of energy that bring about the existence of said particles. This includes gauge bosons and particles of even further magnification under the microscope. We perceive only what harmonizes in the density of our dimensional plane, or space domain. We perceive only a specific range of frequencies which causes this void of understanding that is the invisible. It's possible we perceive only the intermingling of one frequency. As Harold Aspen suggests with his vacuum theory of the ether, he proposed that the entire universe is jam-packed with ubiquitous muons, pairs of muons and anti-muons that are constantly trying to bring protons into existence. There are multiple aether theories, much of them having to do with different space domains. That being that there are multiple three-dimensional universes layered on top of one another. The three-dimensional universe that we perceive as an individual is just the one that we happen to be in harmony with. This is where the theories of the multiverse and quantum jumping come into play which are completely different from quantum physics and quantum mathematics that have more to do with mathematical dimensions as opposed to multiple three-dimensional space domains. The ether is but one name for this invisible energy emitted in all different forms from the sun, stars, earth, air, water, and even from ourselves, 
which come together to create structures as we call atoms and molecules. All matter is the result of this invisible etheric energy, and all matter emits this invisible etheric energy. Like a flickering flame pulsing from the nucleus of every atom, there is a distinct frequency whose origin is a conjugate structure that is a transmutated acoustic creation from its surrounding influences. This modern science has only seen a piece of and has derived the foundation of their logic to the functions of the subatomic particles without addition of the unseen variables that is the real foundation. Many cultures have envisioned this invisible energy and have called it things like the chakra or wheel of flame. This is exactly what an atom is, yet this is only the conjugate portion in which we can perceive. We can only witness a portion of the energy that is in movement within it. The rest is usually deemed dark matter or antimatter since somehow we can account for its full mass. An atom is a single conjugation of many sources of invisible energy, and a molecule is a group of conjugations that are sharing of similar sources. Three sources of this energy bring about physical existence. More adds depth, aspects we call time and space. The observed universe is also reported to be the result of a collision of invisible energy that has fizzled down or resonated back and forth off of itself until it conjugated into what we see now. So it is that all things in existence are affected by all that exists. That we do truly exist in harmony as the musical term defines, and all of this that we can perceive is only on one harmonic frequency of this space domain, while the full weight or mass of our actions resonates also into the others. An excerpt from Norse mythology poetic Edda goes as such, a Vismal 20. It is named Wind with the humans, but Waverer with the Acer gods, the Vayner, the enchanting rulers, call it Nair, making sounds like a horse, the Jotnar, Shrieker, during deadly arctic storms, the Alfar, Whistler, in Hell, the dead, call it Squall, a sharp increase in wind speed before a rain. In Norse mythology, the main pathways of this energy make up the trunk and branches of the world tree known as Yggdrasil and many its realms. These may be referred references to different phases of energetic density on separate hyperdimensional etheric planes, or what I had called space domains. Or they may just be references to different phases of mind, though changes in the phases of mind is actually how shamanic peoples claim to travel the realms. This foundation of energy has many other names as well, including etheric wind, dark energy, electromagnetic plasma, the Holy Spirit, prana, ki, the word of God, reiki, the force, and many more. It is omnipresent and sustains all that exists. 
Thanks to Curlian photography, we have been able to observe the prism-like dispersions of etheric energy into the seven chakra system of the body and its electromagnetic effects in a living person. These seven conscious centers have long been known in Eastern cultures and have been the focus in the arts of meditation, healing, and all matter of things. Their form is a breakdown of Metatron's cube, which is a combination of the platonic solids in sacred geometry. Thanks to Rife, we know the base frequencies of these centers. Balancing these centers is said to bring wellness and peace. These are some of their known names and associations. First is the Crown Chakra, or Sahasrara, also known as the Church of Laodicea. Its color is violet, centered in the pineal gland. Its element is spirit, its shape is a sphere, or a thousand petal lotus, and its frequency is 10,000 hertz. Then there's the Third Eye Chakra, also known as Anya, or the Church of Philadelphia. Its color is indigo centered on the pituitary, pituitary gland, and its essence is light. Its shape is the dodecahedron, or the two-petaled lotus. Its frequency is 5,000 hertz. There's the throat chakra, or Vishuddha, the church of Sardis. Its color is blue, centered on the thyroid gland. Its element of ether, its shape is an octahedron, or a 16-petaled lotus. Its frequency is 880 hertz. There is the heart chakra, Anahata, the church of Thyatira. Its color is green. Its element of air, the shape of a star tetrahedron, or a Merkaba, or a 12-petaled lotus. Its frequency is 800 hertz. There's the solar plexus chakra, or Manipura also known as the Church of Pergamum. Its color is yellow, centered on the spleen, element of fire, shape of the tetrahedron, or 10-petaled lotus. Its frequency is 787 hertz. Then there's the sacral chakra, Svathisthana, the Church of Smyrna. Its color is orange, centered on the prostate or uterus. Its element is water, shape of a icosahedron or a six-petaled lotus. Its frequency is 727 hertz. Then there's the last, the base root chakra, or Mala Muladhara, the church of Ephesus. Its color is red, centered on the sexual organs, the element of earth, shape of a hexahedron, or a four-petaled lotus, and has the frequency of 20 hertz. These dispersions are not stagnant, but in constant flux. An individual's every thought and deed alters their frequency and form. Each are part of our spiritual whole, our source. From this one source, there goes forth everything needed to sustain life and everything else. All that exists is constantly being filled from this source, and all that exists transmutes this energy into various frequencies, sending the energy out again. 
ultimately all things return back to the source and it causes an infinite loop. In quantum mechanics, sometimes things return in a 360 degree pattern and sometimes it takes 720 degrees. This is simply an observation of perceived energies which are points in which true etheric energy crosses paths. It is caused by either an odd number of sources of etheric energy, a stronger source than others, or true progenitors interacting with mirrors. That is up for debate, but shouldn't be ignored. Understanding of this invisible energy brings a different understanding of sciences and health entirely. The human body can be but a cup that is filled from outside sources of energy, instead of being a producer of energies itself. If so, the actions it carries out can be in ordinance with the waters that fill it, instead of its own free will. Weird things that we thought were foolish actually have a purpose, like crystal energy, the laying on of hands, ritual, shamanic practices alike, and resonant frequency therapy. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. That does it for part one, chapter three, frequency of Apple of Perception. In the next part, we will be going over alchemy on, in chapter four, which uh, goes much more in depth into the practical uses of this knowledge. And one can begin to derive a method for their own self-help by studying the next chapter on alchemy. Remember, you can support this program by purchasing a copy of Apple of Perception by J.E. Vinay. That's V-E-N-N-E. It is available as of February 2019 on Kindle and paperback through Amazon. Until next time, I am Joseph Edward Vinay. Take it easy and be excellent to each other.